Hello. In this episode of Gareth Jones on Speed, I'm going to attempt to break a record in a car. Seriously. Hello, welcome to Gareth Jones on Speed. You join me, Gareth Jones, in my car, my Toyota Sora, driving across North London at about 7 o'clock on a Friday evening. Yeah, this is traffic hell. And actually, this record attempt that I'm going to take part in is designed in some ways to alleviate some of the problems of cars in city centres. I'm going to be driving a hydrogen fuel cell car. A car I've driven before, the Hyundai iX35 FC, I think it's called. Zog and I drove it on a short test drive, a prototype of it, around London a couple of years ago. And we're very impressed. Electric cars, as you know, work well. They're quiet, they're smooth, they have instant torque. And if you've got a way of storing the energy for the electric motor then they can be really practical too. And one of the problems with battery electric cars at the moment is range. Batteries are heavy. You have a huge battery pack, you have a heavy car. Only Tesla seems to have cracked the whole battery thing at the moment by fitting a car with a battery pack that's both large enough and light enough to be practical. However, there are, as you know, other ways of storing energy. Elastic bands are good. Springs, clockwork. But I think we might just be at the end of the limit of those technology for cars. So we need a way of storing energy in a very efficient way. And one way of storing and transporting energy is in the form of hydrogen. Now it costs energy to make hydrogen, but you get your energy back if you react it through a fuel cell. A very simple chemical device gives you energy in the form of electricity and water out the tailpipe zero emissions yes very important we know and as someone who lives in London and discovered a Twitter stream today called London Pigeon which gives you an alert every time air conditions in London fall below a certain threshold and that happens a great deal of the time as someone who's lived in London now since what 1981 wowza then, you know, I don't want to be stepping outside my door and breathing carbon particulates every day. So the move to cleaner transport is something I'm behind for practical reasons and because I'm interested, as you know, in frontier technology. Now, the electric car is hardly frontier technology. It's been around longer than the internal combustion engine car. And the fuel cell was invented by a Welshman. So I've got a lot of vested interest in this. The challenge that we're going to take is to run a Hyundai iX35 fuel cell car for five days and achieve the greatest distance driven by a hydrogen car over a five-day period. Now, along the way, Hyundai expect to break some other records as well. A very critical one, which is the greatest distance travelled by a hydrogen-powered car on a single tank. Now, you'd think that was pretty straightforward. You just get on a very long bit of road and keep going. But they've decided to do this in real-world conditions 
on the M25, arguably the most miserable motorway in Britain. The M25, as I'm sure you know, is the orbital motorway which circumnavigates London. I think it's 117 miles long or thereabouts. And the Hyundai car has been doing loops of this M25 for the last four days. Now, I'm driving through miserable old London at 7 o'clock on a Friday night to rendezvous with them at Heathrow Airport. There's a hydrogen filling station up there, which is why I think we're meeting there. But I will take my turn, my stint, at the wheel of the fuel cell car at... Well, it keeps changing, but the plan is that I would drive the car across the line in the final hours of the challenge, once the distance record has been set. So, when I actually drive, seems to have fluctuated slightly, probably due to the changing traffic conditions on the N25. They tend to get ahead with the challenge at night, and in the day, of course, the challenge runs a little behind schedule. Now, I don't know where they are in terms of schedule at the moment. I think they did something like 3,500 miles halfway through the challenge. So, I guess we're looking at around 7,000 miles in five days. How's your maths? Work that one out. Constant driving, I think. A team of drivers alternating. I think it's one car only. There may be a spare, but I don't think they've been stopping a car and fueling up the next one and sending that out. I think they've been stopping the car, fueling it up with hydrogen, which, of course, takes a very short amount of time. I believe it's even quicker than filling a petrol tank. The charge time, I think, is around three minutes for this hydrogen fuel cell car. I don't know the exact details. If I remember, the hydrogen is stored in a carbon fibre tank in the boot, stored at about 700 PSI, so quite high pressure. But the higher the pressure, of course, the more energy you can cram in a finite amount of space. So one of the things that's enabled hydrogen cars to become a practical solution for a lot of people is to agree on standards like this. And if you have a tank which needs hydrogen at 700 PSI, then you need to install charging points which pump hydrogen at that sort of pressure. So this is a whole infrastructure project. I don't know exactly how many hydrogen charging points there are in the UK at the moment, but the target I think is for 220 by 2020. I may have just made that up. This is something I read recently. I'll find out from the people involved in the challenge when I get there all these details, but uh, lots of questions. Um, Yeah, I look forward to taking part in a record challenge. Do you want to hear about my last record? I think I've sort of done three. The first one was in, I think, 1988 on Get Fresh, a Saturday morning children's programme I was presenting under the name of Gaz Top. And it was required of me to dive down to a wreck off the coast of Tynmouth in Devon and to film the whole thing, well, rather than film it, actually broadcast live. This was 
the first time this had been attempted and we did it in rehearsals very successfully and when it came to the morning I went down led the dive because I had done some diving in the past took cameras you could hear me you could just about see me we got the signal off the seabed back to the relay station and therefore into everybody's televisions at home but the problem was that over the night it had rained and there had been a lot of unsettling of the seabed and so there was a very fine sort of sandy mist everywhere and it wasn't the best image at all it was very ghostly a bit like the first moon landing pictures but it was a world record i think i am the first person ever to broadcast a live television program from beneath the waves in the uk so i don't know if that's listed in the guinness world book of records i doubt it very much that was my first record my last record was set I think about four years ago in the build up to the Olympics I took part in an event for the Live Art Olympiad which was a sort of a crossover point between art and sport where there was a project to break the world hopscotch record so I went out to a town in Essex and with the help of some other people rallied something like 360 people who all agreed to play hopscotch in a closed-off, marked-out area for a period of about five minutes. And we broke the world record. So, kind of daft my previous two records. The one I'm trying for today is genuinely exciting. And anything that improves driving and breathing here in London is not a bad thing. As the man said, travelling at uh, 13 kilometres per hour along the Marleybone Road in London. Miserable, isn't it? Still, technology will save us. Hello, or rather, good morning. The time is 6.46 on... Uh, what is it, the 17th today? The 18th. 18th of March, which is... It's the 19th of March. 19th, yeah, because we're up early. Well, yeah. We're nearly there, guys, all right? How are you doing, Jeff? all right? Very good, thanks, yeah, we're within about 63 miles of the target. Right. So that's for you to finish So off. if I get halfway around the M25, right. I've then, achieved it. Yeah, you can stop and wait to the traffic and then carry on and you've got a gain after that. Excellent. Else's profit, okay? Um, and you did how long in the car? Uh, nearly nine hours, Good 545 grief. miles. So. Well done. Not and in one I, session, though. Yeah. Really? Just now, we had to get it done, didn't we? <laughs> You've made my bit nice and easy. Thank Excellent. you very much indeed. Pleasure to meet you. Good Thank you. Thank, Thank you. Yeah, Bye-bye. Jeff there's been driving the car. It's now my turn, as you heard. I've only got to do half a lap, and we've broken a world record. I say we. I turn up and take the glory. The car is being refuelled at the moment which as you know being a hydrogen gas powered car doesn't take that long in fact i think they say it's actually quicker than a petrol tank and here is the car i've walked into the hydrogen refilling station run by air products which is right next to the hilton garden inn hotel here's the car looking very very grimy as i do a tour around it if you've seen the hashtag h2 tour that's what we've been doing. It's a Hyundai iX35 FC. 
Stuart, how are you doing? Very well, thank you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You've been doing photos of this whole project. That's right, absolutely. Car's looking nice and green. Yeah, it's going to make a great photo at the end. Yeah. Like the cars when they finished the Le Mans 24 hours, a patina mm. over them, mm. all the better for it. Right, the car's left-hand drive. I suppose I'd better get in, really, and get settled with my recording equipment. This might take a couple of minutes. Hang on while I take my coat off. So long, guys. Bye. See you with the record. See you later. Bye bye. <laughs> yep, we are moving. Great thing about fuel cell electric cars, they are silent, being electric cars, or as near to silent as you can. I'm going to make my way around the slip road. Um, but we buy Terminal 4 here, is that where we are? Or is that Terminal between. 3? So if you turn left here and then follow the signs. Good job, you're here. And we'll go clockwise around the M25. Because it's further, I'm told. If you're on the outside of the circuit, That's correct. it's a longer loop. So That's you have right, to do yeah. fewer circuits of the M25 to achieve the record. We um, calculated it as 49 laps, but obviously it is all about miles. Yeah. Well, I was chatting with Simon, I think, last night, who'd been doing some... Sorry, Stephen who was doing some driving last night, who was explaining that he hit traffic on a number of occasions. And rather than just sit in traffic in the car, he pulled off the M25 and just went on little loops. Went all the way down to Brighton at one point. Oh, did he? <laughs> yes, I believe. Oh, right. Yeah, well, absolutely. As we know, the M25 is interesting from a traffic flow point of view. So it was about keeping moving rather than actually going around the M25 all the time. Yeah, so. well, I said in my introduction to the programme that not only was this uh, record going to be broken, but it was hopefully going to be broken on the worst motorway in Britain, the M25. You're not making it easy for yourselves doing no. this. Now, Kate, Kate Buchanan. Kate Buchanan. I had a friend who was a Kate Buchanan a long time ago. Oh, I'm sure she was lovely. And I saw someone <laughs> following me on Twitter called Kate Buchanan, but hang on a minute, oh no, and it's not my Kate Buchanan. You work for Anglo-American. I do, that's correct, yeah. And you are a mineral firm who provides some of the elements in the fuel cell. That's correct, uh, yeah. yeah platinum, is that right? Diversified miner. Um, we have uh, people all around the world and we actually mine the platinum that goes in the fuel cell. Yeah. So for us, this is a really important development. It's market development activity for us. We have lots of fingers and lots of pies looking at where platinum group metals are used. They're used in autocats. They're used in all sorts of things. And also it's platinum, palladium, rhodium, iridium. There's been an increased need for rare metals, hasn't there, since we've started to shift over to non-internal combustion engine cars. This is good business for you, isn't it? We hope it won't be, yeah. So where do you get your platinum from? South America? Africa? Where? South Africa. South Africa? Mined in South Africa. Yep. Mineral-rich South Africa, as I always like to refer to it. Now, I better slow down, 30 miles per hour. What we don't want to be banged up by the police. No, we really don't want any any, uh, any, any speeding tickets. If, uh, absolutely. Safety is our number one priority, being yes. a mining company. It's uh, top priority number one all the time. Are they deep mines for platinum? Well, I'm not the platinum expert, right. so I can certainly get you talking to somebody who can talk you through that. But yes, um, I think they're very deep mines up for the platinum side. 
very difficult mining conditions, really hot and quite small spaces. Yeah. So, uh, but I haven't actually been down a mine myself yet. One day I hope to get down one of those I mines. I went down a salt mine in Yorkshire once whilst looking for radiation from the cosmic background. Oh, right, OK. Uh, it's a great place to do it. The Earth filters out all the stuff that you don't want and then you can just find oh, what you right, do okay. want. It's a great place to do it. I think we were about a mile underground. It was somewhere in Yorkshire. And I was astonished at how hot it was. We were only talking about that the other day. And as you go down, it gets hotter and hotter and hotter. Yeah. So, yeah, so the temperatures down in the mines, I think, are quite incredible. Yeah. So little bits of South Africa are hopefully going to go in fuel cells. In... Well, it'll be in this one, but obviously yeah. we don't know who's platinum's actually in this fuel cell. Right. So, but yes, uh, hopefully platinum. And how good's your science? Are you able to explain how fuel cells work? <laughs> My background is a degree in chemistry, but I'm not uh, that close to this technology, unfortunately. Yep. It's magic, shall we say. <laughs> if I ever describe it to anybody, you've got hydrogen going in one side, oxygen coming in the other side. There's a wonderful little chemical reaction in the middle, which is obviously catalyzed by our products in there, and yep. it creates electricity. What is it they say? Any science sufficiently advanced will be indistinguishable from magic I think Arthur C. Clarke said that nice once. I like it yeah. it's true yeah, yeah but magic is a, how we describe stuff we don't understand it's a magic black box in the front there so <laughs> we're doing its stuff and then the only thing coming out of the exhaust obviously is water yeah because it's creating water as part of that process at room temperature or is it condensed you know it's not steam is it it is water so it's a bit of both we ah. have actually caught some pictures because obviously we've taken a lot of film footage and stills this week and followed the guys around the M25 and we actually have found some pictures where it looks like wine coming out the back so obviously that is steam. I think that's the same as when you see aircraft flying at altitude. I think it's a con trail. It's water right. condensing yep. in a low pressure environment so you know, these things are cool. They're like jets. You get a con trail from them. Oh, you know, that makes yeah. them even cooler, doesn't it? And then I've noticed on the floor as well when they come in there is actually water on the floor as well so obviously it does come out as water so yeah it's quite interesting because yeah. I mean obviously this, this has been driven more than we've driven it ourselves you don't continuously drive it all the time we just take it out for, for different things so yeah it's very interesting to see yeah this has had some pretty serious use over the last five days this car it's been going constantly apart from the odd fueling and comfort brake for the drivers absolutely yeah comfort brakes and obviously driver changes and yeah. we've had a lot of different people in the car driving and helping out with the record which has been fantastic loads of interest even if it was around the M25 well I think that actually makes it more of a challenge quite honestly because <laughs> if you wanted to really get the most out of a fuel cell car what you do is you drive it to the top of Shap the highest point on any motorway in Britain I believe at the top of the M6 you're right and just let it go yeah, yeah. and roll downhill yeah, saving yeah. all that energy yeah. and, and do it at 4 o'clock in the morning but you've been doing this day and night day and night around the M25 we have why make it so difficult for yourselves? <laughs> well, we had to have somewhere that we could come back and obviously refuel. Yep. Um, and it, this is what it's all about. We believe, you know, the next stage is get the filling stations out there. And there aren't that many yet. Mm -hmm. There are four publicly accessible to the UK. That's uh, right. To, to Today there are four that the public can actually go and, and refuel. And do they all provide hydrogen at 700 PSI? No. which? the new standard for cars, is yeah, it right? Yeah, no, no. Some How many do? 350. 350 is what trucks use and buses, is you that can, right? You can use a 350 for a car as well. Oh, okay. However, obviously you only get half as much in. Yeah, so you get half the range. Pressure. Yeah. 
Yep. Yeah, yes. As a fail-safe, it's quite good if you've got a dual pressure station. If the 700 goes down, you've got a 350 there as a backup. Yep. But yeah, vans that come in, and they take 350. And the fueling station right next to the hotel here, yep. that's a 700 PSI one. Yeah. Or yes. dual, rather. That's dual, yeah. Yeah, and the one at Hendon that's next to the Sainsbury's, it's another part of the Sainsbury's complex, which is another one that the London Hydrogen Network expansion project put in place. That's dual as well. We'll talk about the London Hydrogen Network, Network expansion, expansion project in more detail in a minute. But why here? Why is this hydrogen fueling station at Heathrow? Do vehicles at the airport make use of it as well? Do you know? No. There's a fleet of vans that come in. There were some, a fleet of taxis that used to use it and then there's all the Hyundai RX35s and a couple of Toyota Mirais now that are out there and we're all using that station as being a good place to pop in and, and fill up. But I don't think there's anybody on the airport actually using hydrogen fuel cells yet. I know that forklift trucks use them, don't they? They're quite good yes. for yep. high energy consumption, low speed stuff that doesn't have to go far. It's an old technology. Was it 1840 it was developed? I'm going to look it up. Many, many, many years ago. Um, Invented by a Welshman, Robert Grove. Pro- probably a member of my yeah, family. Yeah, that's right. 1839. <laughs> 1839, there you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I think the technology was really unstable when he first invented it. Uh-huh. And then it wasn't picked up until NASA developed it. I think that was in the 60s. It was ideal for taking it up into space for supplying a source of both power and drinking water. Yes, I remember. Hang on, which way are we going? Left or right? We're going right. That's clockwise, isn't it? Yes. All right, we're arriving at the M25, making history, reading about history, starting the final laps. I'm being very circumspect. Yes, sir, I know I changed lanes twice. Trying to make sure I go the right way. We need to make sure I keep an eye on that mileage. We mustn't miss filming the final the crossover point. What's the distance? I thought it was 6,000 miles. It's showing 9,800. It is, but we didn't start on zero. Okay. Uh, because what... we've already been using the car. This is this car we had for just about a year now. Right. So obviously it already had done a number of miles before we've taken it out on this mammoth challenge. So I'm just going to double check what the mileage was when we first went out okay. so that we don't miss it. It's Hello, a... we're just getting on the M25. What was the starting mileage of the car? Three, two, zero, four. What are we up to now? Nine, six, nine point one. Yeah, that's fine. I just want to double check and don't miss it. That's all. So, is that right? It's starting mileage was three, two, zero, four. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Okay. So, if I add six zero two five on that, the mileage needs to say nine two two nine. Yeah. Okay, perfect, thank you. When the odometer says 9229, we're now at 9173. So, yeah, another 50 miles or so, we've done it. Okay, yeah. all right. And then um, the more we do, the better. Yeah, well, cool. let's make this record difficult to beat. Let's <laughs> have a bit in our pocket. I might end up doing donuts in the car park at the end <laughs> just to put extra miles now, on look, the vehicle. I don't want you in the middle of the news. <laughs> <laughs> We've had enough of donuts, I think, in London this week, haven't we? <laughs> I didn't actually see that footage. Did you see the I story? Was it Ken Block in his four-wheel drive Mustang, I'm guessing? From, I saw one shot. 
but yeah, quite frankly, if I'm being honest, I think I accidentally said the word bum whilst walking past the cenotaph once. <laughs> I'm not sure that was disrespectful to the people who fought in the war, and I'm not sure that driving a car down there is either, no, but that's no. my line of it. Okay, M25. Right. I'm to the M25, so move over into your lane. Yeah. I'm driving it gingerly, and I don't need to, because we're not going for distance on this amount of hydrogen in the tank. Oh, we just the distance. You Absolutely, know? yeah. And we've just filled up, so yeah. absolutely no problems with the range at all. The range is about 320 miles, is that right, on this about car? 360. 360? Is, is the quoted range on a tank of fuel, and that's about 5.6 kilograms of hydrogen. It's interesting so, that the hydrogen is measured in weight, not yes. in volume, yeah. because you pressurise it. That's right, yeah, yeah. pressurises and it goes in as a liquid, so yeah, you buy it by a kilo. I'd be very interested in doing the calculations to work out the weight difference between a battery pack to give you that same amount of energy. That would be interesting. And actually. the weight of installing a fuel cell and a hydrogen tank. And there are batteries on this car as well for the regenerative yes. braking. If you think about when it comes to using these vehicles for vans and things, it's all about capacity, load yep. capacity. Yeah. And obviously with lots of batteries in it, you're losing your load. Yeah. Whereas with this, and I don't know what the comparison is myself, but... but... In terms of volume, I would imagine that the hydrogen tank is smaller than the battery. Oh, we'll have to show you it later. Yeah, I, well, I, I've yeah. driven this car before. I drove, no, not this very car, but yeah. an X35 fuel cell. Okay. A couple of years ago when it was first announced and had a good look at the tank then. Yeah, because that's obviously in the boot. And actually, you've still got lots of boot room, which is good. Yeah. You don't lose too much, though. Well, but... sensible choice, I think, installing all the hydrogen fuel cell vehicle equipment on a car of this size, which... Yeah, it has plenty of room in it. It's about the size of a BMW 3 Series, I think. The uh, Not 3 Series, the X3, the Hyundai iX35. So you've got a bit of elbow room. Yeah, it's, it's a very comfortable drive. Kit. Yeah. And it's front-wheel drive, isn't it? The motor's in the front. It's not four-wheel drive, it's a front-wheel drive car, as I understand it. So here we are, driving a left-hand drive fuel cell electric vehicle on the M25. And... Keeping pace with the traffic, I'm now doing 60, which is probably smart because traffic is building up. There are quicker cars tearing past, but I'm not in a hurry today. I just want to make sure we get this thing to the end. I feel like the guest driver at Le Mans, you know, often at Le Mans you have three drivers in the car, two are professional drivers and one who is a gentleman driver who gets to do it just for some of the glory. And I'm enjoying some of the glory. I really am. Okay. Tell me, Kate, again, the figure that I'm looking for. 9229. 9229. Yes. Okay. Yeah, so we moment... started at 32045. Right. We're looking to do in excess of 6,024, 25. So we're looking at 9229 and beyond. Okay. At the moment, it says the attempt to break the record for the distance travelled by a hydrogen fuel cell car continues in Gareth Jones on Speed, episode 275, coming to your ears very soon. To send us an email, see pictures, get song lyrics, join our Facebook fan site, or follow us on Twitter, or to find out about sponsorship opportunities, go to garethjones.tv. Gareth Jones on Speed is made in London by Whizbang. Gareth-